and welcome to Sloth's Love to Read. This is Carrie Ann. Today we're going to be reading Humphrey the Lost Whale. This is a true story about a whale that gets lost. Let's listen in and find out what happens. Let's get started. Humphrey the Lost Whale, A True Story by Wendy Takuda and Richard Hall Our story begins on a sunny day far out at sea. A pod of humpback whales was traveling south together for the winter. Humpback whales are magnificent creatures that sing beautiful songs to each other underwater. In the whole world, there are very few of them, so each one is quite important and special. They are intelligent. Every winter, they travel south. Every summer, they head north, and they always know the way. But even whales can make mistakes. One whale named Humphrey made a big one. He turned away from his friends and wandered under the Golden Gate Bridge into San Francisco Bay. Everyone was surprised to see Humphrey in the bay. People don't get to see humpback whales very often because they usually stay in very deep waters. It was a special treat to see one so close to the city of San Francisco. Humphrey was a spectacular sight, as long as a city bus and as big as seven elephants put together. He would come up to breathe, appearing as if by magic, and people would stop whatever they were doing to watch him. Then Humphrey did something that no whale had ever done. Instead of swimming back to sea, He went the wrong way up the Sacramento River. The big river became smaller and smaller as Humphrey traveled upstream. He was looking for the ocean, but it was clear Humphrey was lost. Hundreds of people came to see Humphrey in the river. They would stare out at the water waiting for him to come up for air. And then with a big whoosh, his giant back would appear and someone would shout, there he is. He was an amazing sight, but something was terribly wrong. Whales are supposed to live in the salt water of the ocean, not in the fresh water of rivers. A whale would die if it stayed in fresh water too long. Humphrey was in big trouble. Everyone knew that Humphrey had to be turned back toward the sea, but no one knew how to do that. After all, something like this had never happened before. The farther Humphrey went, the more worried everyone became. They wondered whether he was getting anything to eat, whether he was getting sick, or whether he would beach himself in the river. One day, Humphrey squeezed under a tiny bridge. 
It was so small, no one could understand how he had done it. Now he was really in trouble. He was trapped. The river beyond the bridge was very shallow and narrow. It was so small, Humphrey could hardly turn around. There he was, a whale stuck in a tiny stream, right in the middle of a farm field. It was hard to believe. Something had to be done to get him out of there fast. Humphrey looked sick. The scientist knew he would die if he didn't get back to the ocean. And time was running out. The people trying to save Humphrey would have to move fast. The scientists, Coast Guard officers, and many others got together to work out a plan to save him. They decided to bang long pipes together underwater and scare him back down the river. At the same time, they would play a recording that would broadcast underwater the sounds of whales eating. Maybe Humphrey would be so hungry and lonely he would swim toward the sound. It worked! and Humphrey turned around and started swimming back down the river. Everyone was relieved, but the danger wasn't over yet. When Humphrey arrived at the little bridge, he stopped. He was afraid to go under it. He couldn't find a space big enough to go through. People kept banging the pipes. Humphrey seemed flustered. What would he do? As the pipes kept clanging, Humphrey became angry. He rolled from side to side and thrashed his great tail, and people stopped banging the pipes. But Humphrey's friends wouldn't give up. They knew they had to get him past the little bridge. If they didn't, he would die in the river. The people trying to save him decided to make the space under the bridge bigger. They brought in a huge crane and worked through the night to clear away some of the old pilings. Would Humphrey notice the difference? The next day, the people began banging the pipes together again. Clank, clank. The boats moved closer to Humphrey to urge him on toward the bridge. This was his last chance. Everyone watched nervously. Humphrey bravely approached the bridge, but as he tried to swim under, his head became lodged beneath the pilings. He frantically bobbed his head up and down and thrashed his tail to free himself. It was a terrible moment. The people trying to save Humphrey thought it might be the end. Humphrey was stuck. Then suddenly Humphrey lifted one fin way out of the water almost touching the bridge. As he twisted his body, he broke free from the piling and swam through to the other side. There was a shout from the banks of the river, then another and another until everyone was cheering, hooray for Humphrey, they shouted. He made it. Humphrey, the lost whale, was finally on his way home. A whole flotilla of boats 
and the clanging of pipes behind him helped Humphrey find his way down the river. Finally, Humphrey arrived at San Francisco Bay. Humphrey spent one whole day happily swimming around the bay. He did tricks for the people gathered along the shore to see him one last time. They ooed when he flapped his tail. They awed when he leaped into the air and belly flopped back into the water. Humphrey seemed to be saying goodbye and thank you to all his friends who had helped save his life. The people who had helped rescue Humphrey also felt grateful. Humphrey had taught them a lot about humpback whales. He had also become a good friend. Many times during his ordeal, Humphrey could have simply flicked his tail and overturned boats carrying the people who were trying to help him, but he never did. He seemed to understand that they were his friends. Finally, in the late afternoon fog, Humphrey swam under the Golden Gate Bridge and back out to the sea. Humphrey the whale had made it. He was finally home. And here is the true story about Humphrey the whale. Humphrey the whale entered San Francisco Bay on the night of October 10th, 1985. For the next 26 days, his 45-foot-long, 40-ton giant captured the hearts of people everywhere as he tried to find his way back to the ocean. He traveled 64 miles up the Sacramento River into the Delta, finally ending up in a shallow irrigation stream in the middle of a farm field. It took more than 500 people and $80,000 to rescue him. Humphrey returned to the Pacific Ocean on November 4, 1985. Since then, Humphrey has surprised and delighted everyone by making return visits every summer to the Bay Area. In 1986, he was spotted near the Farallon Islands about 30 miles off the San Francisco coast. Biologists took pictures and were able to identify him by the distinctive markings on his tail flukes. He was last seen in 1988 feeding inside Bodega Harbor, much closer to shore than the other humpbacks. Scientists say he may have been eating the fishes that live in shallow waters or he may just like to be near people. And this concludes Humphrey the Lost Whale, a true story by Wendy Takuda and Richard Hall. Thank you so much for listening to this wonderful story today. I have always loved this story since I was a little girl. My mom used to read this story to me when I was just a kid, and I have always loved this book. I fell in love with Humphrey a long time ago, and every time I read it, it just feels so 
wonderful to see that Humphrey was freed and people tried to help him and they were successful helping him and saving his life. It's just such a wonderful story about Humphrey the Humpback Whale. I hope you've enjoyed the story today as much as I do. This book can be found at Amazon.com and other places where books are sold. Check out our book collection of summer books at slothdreamsbooks.com. I hope you'll find something wonderful there. Thank you again so much for listening and have a wonderful summer. Bye-bye for now.